This episode of WDW Today is brought to you by Travelmation. Visit Travelmation.net slash WDW Today to book your next vacation to Walt Disney World. They're an authorized Disney vacation planner and the official travel provider of WDW Today. Again, that's at Travelmation.net slash WDW Today. Also brought to you by Airbnb. That's right. You've heard me talk about it. Airbnb is the luxury vacation rental home right outside of Walt Disney World property. For a fraction of the cost, you can stay and have your own private pool have arcade rooms, multiple king and twin bedrooms, so many great options there. It's a fully entertaining experience. That's where I stay, for obvious reasons. But it's also a great place, and our listeners right now account for, I'd say about 95% of the bookings of my uh, at the Airbnb right now. So that's pretty awesome. So thank you all to have, who have booked, and those who will in the future. We do have some availability coming up at the beginning of the year. If you're interested in traveling in January, or really from January, March, or April, hit me up. I can do special deals just for you. That's at Airbnb.com. Click that contact button. And now, on with the show. Bringing the world to your world. This is WDW Today. Or maybe Friday, depending on when you're listening to this, or maybe it's over the weekend. I don't know what day it is for you, but for me, it's Thursday. Or Logan forgot to publish. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes Will forgets to publish. You know what? It's a complicated procedure. It's not as easy as you think. November 7th, 2019, and this is episode 1679 of WDW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Terry Weaver. And I'm the Grease. It's a small cast today. And that's it. We're shorthanded. Will is not feeling well. I don't know if he wanted me to say that, but he, he just left. He was about to do the show. And Matt Lott is on paternity leave. I walked leave. in the room and Will was like, I'm out. We're allowed to say, I think we're allowed to say, he. people knew Matt yeah, was having I a think, baby, right? I think if we Will, didn't say it, congratulations. I think Will would say in that situation, nothing is sacred anymore. Yeah, I know. You get upset. <laughs> in being sick. It's, it's not like, sacred. Matt ta- Lott, congratulations. Don, congratulations. Start talking about him in an airport, wandering around. He'll get real mad. So. <laughs> it's a safe place. I literally told everybody that listens... Where his bunker is, essentially. Right. <laughs> and we have some fun stuff going on. I have had a good week. Terry, you were in Walt Disney World. We're going to talk about that. Yep. I also went to SpongeBob the Musical, uh, which featured a, a couple cast members from the Disney Cruise Line. So that was oh, kind of fun. Well, Patrick Starr is played by the person who played LaFoe in the Beauty and the Lafoe? Beast show. Is it LaFoe or LaFoe? Whatever. I'm not, a, I'm not a beast, Ian. Uh, <laughs> it's... <laughs> He played that character, you know that character, yeah. Gaston's man friend on uh, on the Disney Cruise Line. And he was one of the best of the show. So the acting on that show was pretty phenomenal. But it had, it definitely had a, like why that's not on a cruise line right now, I'm not sure. Because it's easily adaptable to a 80-minute version for a cruise ship. Yeah, and it sounds like one of those shows that probably should only be 80 minutes to start with. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. I thought the <laughs> acting and the set design was phenomenal. So uh, good for them. Uh, I'm making a fun show. So uh, but that's about it for my Disney knowledge. But there is some news coming up before we get to Terry's trip report. And that I think what I said is the biggest mm-hmm. to me, the biggest thing to happen. Oh, this to, is this is to since my Disney experience. Hashtag breaking. Uh, if the rumors are true, and I think if they're rumors, I think they're confirmed. 
One, we need to start with, before I get there, and I'm going to lead in, uh, fuel rods, after we discussed that just a week or two ago, they pulled, reversed they, the decision, as far as we know, for the time being. Is well, that correct? But what we can at least say is that... The swapping that continues. You can now swap, you still swap your fuel rod as much as you'd like. So uh, that's nice. That's a nice perk for a lot of us who, who have multiple of them, so that's pretty cool. Uh, though I have to say, like I said, the new iPhone battery, you don't necessarily need it, but... I, that was good. the first thing I texted you from Orlando, was like, all day. No, I mean, the phone doesn't work. You can't get any cell phone service, but <laughs> yeah, the, the phone it drops you like crazy. But the <laughs> really, yeah. You uh, for me, I have I have a lot of problems in uh, in the local area. You might want to do the old uh, local uh, the old AT and T update or whatever service provider you have. Yeah. There's a little code they can dial in your number and it updates you to the current. On Sprint, it's pound pound update pound, and it basically resets your settings. Huh? You may want to Google restore carrier settings. Hey, you know, hey, we have pro tips. You're so you're deep into this. Dude. Like, how, how do you know special codes for because yourself? Because when you, because <laughs> when you travel, the first thing you need to do when you get on the ground is have your phone work. Well, a lot of times your cell phone thinks it's in another city, and so if you hit that pound pound update pound, oh, it just, just kind of refreshes. It the refreshes network. it. It gives you any network changes. It 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 immediately knows where you are, and it's most of the time like if I have like a bar or two bars of coverage, I'll immediately go to full bar. It's kind of like that ten ten three two one. For cheap insurance. 10-10-220. Cheap, uh, cheap uh, long distance, not insurance. 1-800-COLLECT. Uh -huh. 1-800-CALL-ATT. But uh, let's not quit burying the lead. Uh, we, we don't, we what don't, did you we... call them, Grease? There's a new addition to Walt Disney World slap... Not oh, yeah, slap, slap bands. Slap bands. Magic yep. band technology has improved to yeah, new... slap bands. Magic slap bands. Uh, so, it's magic bands and slap bracelets. You put them together, it's called slap bands. Slap bands. I and, mean, it means, sounds like... Violence, but it's fine. But it's fine, and I think this is a gigantic deal because if anyone's had small kids, uh, now there is an issue of whether you know your kid can easily pull them off now, but they could before. I had issues with my kids even getting them to snap right, and they always were not fully snapped, and they'd fall off. And they're so these are slap bands uh, that are slap bracelets that essentially have a area to put the magic part of your magic band in. Yes. Or, or they may just be. Are they? They. I think they may just be complete full products. Well, can there's buy. that little hack for the for the Apple watches mm -hmm. that has a little bitty insert. Yeah, you can, you can put the little thing. Yeah, where you could take out the magic. But I think this is full. So on. I guess. Di well, but Disney's probably looking at that and be like, okay, there's. Like, why are we not doing this? This is a thing yeah. that you can do, and so we should do it. And oh yeah, by the way, we can literally expand our IP offerings and. Make a million dollars overnight. And they're releasing on November 12th, which... I'll be there mid-December. I'll be picking up some slap bands. So. Dis November, November 12th it's is a a Disney Plus Day, too, right? It's also my children's birthday. It's yep. a good day. Well, It's a good day, November 12th. Uh, I'm not sure what else. I'll be watching The Mandalorian. I'll probably be watching because my kids are going to be watching Bale. We're going to be watching. We're going to be watching Lighting the Triumph. <laughs> watching the trailer. Lighting the Triumph. Uh, which actually I've heard is surprisingly good. I'm excited. Not surprisingly. To me, it always looked like it was good. But I think for a people maybe... There are reviews out? I yeah, haven't seen There them. are reviews. There's reviews on the first episode or original movies that were all dropping day one, except for The Mandalorian, which they only showed 25 minutes of. Because according to some weird article, there's a major spoiler that happens in the that first episode. That is the weirdest Disney article that I've ever seen. Well, I think what it means is that there's something they didn't want to get out there that's in that episode that they didn't want some press person to see and, and leak out. I love that. Hopefully. I like that. I just think it's weird to be like, there's a spoiler in this. I'm like, no, this just called a TV show. <laughs> like, you're, it's not a spoiler. 
It's for moments like this when you really do no, miss, but I, miss Will Haynes because I feel yeah. like he would have something intelligent to really add to this conversation. He would he probably he would probably say, I, actually, I don't know if he would say this or not, but, I mean, you've got that new series. I don't want some guy, Just you know, nothing. that's well, re- that happened to me with the Terminator the money film. To, I mean, review, reviewing the TV show because that's the first thing they're going to say. Yeah. If it's huge. It's probably who is the Mandalorian because we don't really know anything other than he's just called the Mandalorian. Right. So maybe there's something there, or maybe it's some part of that story. It's Val Kilmer. It happened. <laughs> we know who the actor is. <laughs> I did see, though, that it, I mean, Terminator, Terminator Dark Fate came out this week. I've seen every Terminator film, either at home or since I've been of legal age or whatever to see him by myself. I've seen Terminator 3, Salvation, Genesis. I'm a big fan of the Terminator films. Someone posted a one headline spoiler that happens pretty early in the film, and I was like, nope, not even interested anymore. And that movie became the biggest bomb in maybe uh, cinema history. Really? Breaking in $29 million this week, I think with a budget of around $200 million. So, oh. we'll see. Hmm. guess it did big overseas, though. It's just a bummer. I love the Terminator franchise. I actually have heard pretty good reviews, but one aspect of the story was, was told to me, and I, it was enough for me to say, no, not hmm. interested in this. Hmm. That's very rare for me. But, Terry, you just got back from I did. Walt Disney World and... A first time, and weirdly, one of our listeners rushed me to like, if you haven't been here, it's a hidden gem mm-hmm. in the Disney community. And that's what do you call What's the official name? Disney's Vero Beach Resort. All right. So it's pretty simple. I thought I was going to say Vero Beach Resort, but I thought that there was something at Vero Beach or something. So just Disney's Vero Beach Resort, original one of the original DVC things, was right? This, in the 90s? It was the 2000s? first, because originally Old Key West was called Disney's Vacation Club. Yeah. That was the name of the resort. So it was the first, the first expansion. It was the first expansion off site. The best kept secret. <laughs> That's always was old. That was always the old, uh-huh. the old red vans. Yeah, it's like this isn't a secret anymore. <laughs> yeah, that resort definitely did well. I'll get to that. Okay, I like to do these trip reports in chronological order. Okay, because that's fun. All right, that's left last Monday. Yeah, took the old late reddish eye. Uh, got on um my Which favorite little on? ten nine o'clock left, ten o'clock left the ten o'clock I think so they got me in pretty pretty late to Orlando. Yeah, it was like after midnight. It was after midnight. Um and um. If you're traveling currently to Central Florida, and if you're like me, you normally take the same route that the buses take, which I believe is at 417 or is it 528? It's the it's the turnpike that just goes straight yeah, there. Yeah, where there's nothing there. Yeah. There's just literally, you, you don't go, you never touch I-4, you just go straight. Yes, I know what you're talking about. It's the one that I always go. Yeah. yeah. I think it's 428. So we go through the first, you know, toll booth, all good. Mm-hmm. And then hashtag detour. Oh. They just, they got my toll money. <laughs> I paid my toll. And then I had to get off of the next exit. It's like, well, thank God for ways. So, like, they just closed the toll road because they were doing construction. Okay. Yeah, because right that is the best because there's no no one ever on it. It's just. Especially at that hour. I was right. just like, man, this will be like right. 19 minutes and we're there. But, so, got to our room. Um, I love online check-in. Still, you stayed where? Uh, Saratoga Springs. Right. We kind of didn't plan it to the last minute. I absolutely love online check-in at Disney Resorts. If you're not using it. You're missing out. I literally, before I got on the plane, I knew my room number. Yeah. I had to go interact with no one. I just go. Yeah, especially if you're doing, uh, if you're getting there later in the day. Yes. And you know that your room will already be ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're getting there after four, three for yeah. Disney resorts or four for DVC resorts, you're you're pretty guaranteed. Although, they still manage to mess that up sometimes. Yeah, it happens. On the I Well, so, yes, that is great. However... When we stayed at um, Kadani, 
um, I would not necessarily have known where my room was as far as walking. Because, I mean, you... That's true. If you're not Kadani, familiar with the resort. Right. Now, Kadani Village, at the at the end of that thing that loops around, I mean, you are literally walking two miles to get to an elevator to get to the buses. It, 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 like, it's crazy. You're, you're not that far exaggerated. It's like, it's, no. it's literally all like a mile. Yeah, you know, like, if you're, if it's especially if you're in a mile. A, and if you're pushing if you're in a, a stroller, room, you are slamming on the desk. Sorry, Calm down. Calm sorry. down. I'm just very, <laughs> it, it was, we, we, luckily, when we checked in, we looked at that and we were like, is there anything closer to here? Because we started walking. Because you knew then that your your daily commute was going to be pretty intense. Right. We started walking. We got a couple of buildings down. And we're like, these numbers aren't going as fast as we thought they were. Yeah. And I looked on the map. I'm like, nope. So we go back. And we're like, hey, is there any? We will wait two hours. Is there anything? So and luckily, we got one like Now five you get two texts back to back. The first one is like, Disney Room Alerts. Welcome to your room resort. This was from, let's say, last time. Uh, your room number is 2021, second floor, Pago Pago. That one when it was when I was at the Polynesian last time. And and then there's a link to view the, the a map of the resort. So you get okay. the same map they give you at the front desk. But still, if you're not that familiar, you don't know that the resort yeah, is never gigantic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, according to the map, we were like, oh, yeah, cool. We're, we're right around there. And we started walking. And then that's when we were like, wait, a, like this is really far. Right. These buildings are very big that we're walking through. It's not like we're going through a couple of huts. It's, yeah. It's like borderline strip mall parking lots that we're going through. But, um, yeah, I uh, – but if you're familiar with the resort, 100%. So yeah. awesome. And once you figure Kadani out and you park – if you're parking and if you're driving and you park by the elevator closest to your room. Yes. It gets but you were taking buses. We were taking buses. Yeah, we typically try to use the. I mean, just with all of our kids. I mean, it's just it's hard. It's harder. Yeah. I mean, it, not now probably. Now it's probably a lot easier. But we then. just if we just fly down with our car seats, put them in a car. Yeah. And then we're good. Just not a dollar in a car. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dollar, dollar hurts. I can't rent. I can't rent things. It's so fine. we got up the next morning. It did the early morning extra magic hours at Galaxy's Edge. So early, early extra magic hours. Early, early. Which is what? 6 a.m. The park opened at 6 a.m. We were there right about 6. Um, still in the dark. Still in the dark. Now not, is, though. Now time changed. Yeah, but probably, now I guess you'd probably be in sunlight. A little more twilight hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, that was the craziest thing. You're getting there to just, it, it feels just like post-apocalyptic. I mean, it just is like, what is happening here? Why am I getting in line? Why are they going through my bag? And at this point, I'd hardly slept. So, like, yeah. we're getting there. Is that ex is that DVC extended no, that's magic hours or just anyone regular? staying? That's anyone there. staying on property right now? How crazy was it? Not bad at all, man. Really? Now, if, if 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 you're the typical Disney fan who's like, I'm gonna rush right away, I'm going straight to the Falcon. Yeah. Terrible, terrible strategy. Yeah. Because everyone's doing. That. Every that's exactly what everyone's Space doing. Space Mountain or whatever. It's the same thing. So you're saying wait an hour, get in early, wait get an hour. Get in early and go do something else. I think we went in and everything's open. Everything's right? open. It's full park, not just Galaxy's yeah. Edge. Yeah, right. so we went we went straight to Toy Story. Yeah, maybe Muppets is like, yeah, we're waiting till nine. But Yeah, I mean, so I mean we literally by the time our lunch reservations, which were at ten forty five. Okay, so you're riding Slinky Dog at six fifteen AM. Because in the dark it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. A little does they have the lights going on the oh, track yeah, the and everything? Oh, the lights were going. I mean, it was just like being there at night. I don't know if I could do Disney at, 
in the dark in the morning. <laughs> it just sounds The only time I've ever experienced off. it was when we were working there once, and I was on a shoot for the Wayne Brady Show. And we had to get to the Magic Kingdom at 4 a.m., 4.30 a.m., to do a shoot at 6 a.m., where Wayne Brady took over the Jungle Cruise. So I just rode the Jungle Cruise for three hours uh, from like 5 to like 8 a.m. Yeah, I think it was about right before park opened. Uh, and it was creepy and exhausting. And you're right. Like they gave us, remember they gave us park hoppers for that day. So after we were done with the shoot, like you guys just want to hang out. And all of us were like, no, we got to go, go to bed. We got to go to bed. Because you're like the only people at the ticket and transportation center pulling up at five o'clock in the morning. Like it's bizarre. Oh, we were literally in parking. If you, if you'd rather just drive to the park, if you're, if they're still doing it, I have a hunch that they'll probably do them through the holidays, the holidays because when the new ride opens in, in I guess, what, three weeks? Well, we'll say, yeah. I mean, if the line spiked to three, four hours like did Avatar, then sure, I don't know what the capacity of this thing is. Then it may they may have to do it. It may be something that's necessary. So, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully not. Hopefully, just like the Falcon, they've kind of figured out how to manage lines. So, for lunch that day, we went to, and, and we literally did, the only thing I wanted to do that we didn't get to do was the new... Um, Lightning McQueen show. It, that doesn't open until like ten thirty, and the park opens at nine. Weird. Um, I mean, you're not. I mean, if you're I, a little and kid, I did it's notice awesome. a lot of that at the parks. Like one man's dream didn't open until ten when the park opened at nine. There was mm -hmm. a lot of like, like old Epcot. That happens. That's man, it's like um, you know, the uh, World Showcase doesn't open until right. sometimes ten thirty, eleven o'clock. So I guess it's a similar concept. Yeah, but when people are in the park at six a.m., I mean, they're yeah. they're starting to run out of things. I mean. There's still not that much to do. So, I mean, but did like Rock and Roller Coaster, all those no. open at six, Tower Terror were yeah, open at six? Rock and Roller Coaster at 8.30 in the morning. Which <laughs> is kind of crazy. Rock and Roll. So, I mean, we got off Rock and Roller Coaster thinking, oh, Lightning McQueen will open at nine and we'll walk right on. Yeah. I mean, it'll be great. And we, that didn't happen. So, one of the things we did was we went to lunch at, at Primetime Cafe, which is, uh, make no. It's your go-to. It's my go-to. It's one of, it's our, it's our, it's, our, it's on my must-do Disney list. And, Met one of the servers that you could just, you could tell that guy's been there a while. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that I've noticed that happened, I noticed the same thing at Skipper Canteen when we ate there, is the theming at some of these things that are very Disney-fied, one of the unique, you know, the things you can only get at Disney, which is like a primetime cafe. Mm -hmm. Really just a lot of the servers were just like, hey, don't put your elbows on the table. Here's your menu. I, yeah, and, and we kind of heard that when that happened with Whispering Canyon. I do think there is... A, I think I think a lot of that it may be directed. I don't I don't know if that's cast member specific. No, he or basically I, just said it was. I asked him. I was like, why is why is it toned down? Yeah, because he I see he was a trainer. I saw he had yeah. have a little trainer. I think it's like Jiminy Cricket mm -hmm. lapel pin. He's like, honestly, man, people just don't care. See, I would I would balk at that and say I think they do care, but I I do think that there is look. I think times have changed, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna say. You can take this positive or negative because I could see both sides. I am too old school to see one side, but I understand the other side, which is the same thing with Whispering Canyon, which is there isn't a want to go get yelled at at a restaurant and for them to throw all the straws at you and to put up uh, the ketchup. And they do all those things in a tone, in a more, and this sounds, I'm not trying to sound PC here, but a more 2019 way. Yeah. Uh, good or bad. But I do think with with those heavily themed experience that have uh, 
you know, sort of this, you know, because weird way, like Whispering Canyon, when you got the ketchup, they were like shaming you for getting ketchup. Right. They're telling you to get your arms off the table. I think maybe there's too many people who complain, Yo, you can't tell me what to do. You right. Know? You know, and, and that's sad, but I also understand, I don't think any of those things are made, those 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 changes are made out of uh, a, a non-thought-out place. It was kind of like the changes in the Galaxy's Edge menu. There's a reason why it happened, and then it changed back, and then it found a middle ground, and it changed again, because now it's like a, it's changed again to where it's now like a combo. Yeah, it was kind of a combo. We went for, it's kind of a combo. We went for breakfast, and I will say this. The best eggs I've ever had on Disney property yeah. were at Docking Bay 7. Hey, those were, I only had the breakfast in uh, Disneyland. It was fantastic. I mean, those eggs were absolutely ridiculous. Now, the sausage was like kielbasa sausage, like that style mm. of sausage, which mm. was a little weird for breakfast. But... Um, yeah. They have that kind of sausage at um, Chef Mickey's. Mm. We went to... Um, they got like every kind of sausage. Though. Yeah. We walked in the, can- in the cantina because during those extra magic hours, that's pretty much open seating. Mm-hmm. And they have like a couple of breakfast items. They have like the roll, the Batuian roll or whatever. That's cool. And they have a Bloody Mary. But at 6 a.m., you're just like, oh, no, no. <laughs> it's just too, it's too early. Um, but that's it was fun cool. that that's an option. Because I saw breakfast listed when I've made reservations at, at Oga's Cantina, and I've been like, no. No. What well, was cool is there at 7 all of the all the booths you could get your picture in the booths, yeah. if you wanted to do. There's stuff. a lot less people. Yeah, there was ten people in the whole place, maybe. Yeah, that's cool. I would love to see it like that. Yeah, it was like it was very like okay, this I may never get to see this again. Let's mm-hmm. just like you just want to stand here for a second, don't you? I was like, yeah, I just wanted to because I knew that like I mean, it's not gonna feel it's that not way. gonna feel that way again. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was cool. Um, I'm trying to remember where what park we went to next. Um, that was kind of our our big our big new thing for that day was doing, um, you know, the six a.m. And then we went to um, for dinner that night. We went to uh, Flying Fish, which is always always which was fantastic. renovated. What like a year ago now? Hmm? Something like that. The renovation wasn't it a year or two ago? Like a year or two ago, yeah. And that's they said was a pretty big upgrade. Like you said, the food is is fantastic. I haven't been since the since the refresh. I mean, in one of my kind of complaints about Disney dining right now. I, we both had, um, I had a steak and Leslie had a seafood dish. Um, uh, we both had something to drink and my bill was less than it was the last time I walked out of Tusker house. Yeah. Well, so, no, no characters though. No characters. And I think that's the thing. The characters, but, what, what bring the, what bring the dollar. Right. But I, yeah. I hate to tell Mickey Mouse this. I'd much rather have a, a Wagyu beef filet. Well, yeah, but you're not the intended audience. I know. So, <laughs> it's a little different. No, but I mean, I don't know, me. man. Don't be making fun of Tusker House. I know. I'm Great saying, food. No, my, I love Tusker I'm saying House. My, uh, just, just, my the, four-year-old daughters, if I said Wagyu beef or Minnie Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Logan yeah but if that was the only place you could get characters, I, w- I would understand. Sure, that. sure. Yeah. But it's a, a higher dollar place. Yeah. But that's good. That's good. I'm, where you go next? I'm excited. I want to get to Vero Beach. That's where I'm in. I'm that's curious. what you're. That's what you're all excited. I want to get to the really buckets, about the sky buckets. Oh, oh yeah, you yeah, Facetimed so, me. Did I do that? I don't remember if I did that Monday or Tuesday. I Facetimed you after that, and I live. I tried to live stream it, but the internet didn't work there. Um, you're going like 40 miles an hour through the sky. It's okay. Wi-Fi yeah, made, um, so, so Wi-Fi it was about a seven-minute travel from Epcot all the way to where'd you end up? At? The first place you stop is Caribbean Beach. Yeah, but the where did you land? Because you were about a seven-minute video. Because you went live. I went live literally the second I got on and um, ended up in Caribbean Beach. 
Oh, that was Screaming Beach. Okay. You stop for like two seconds at Riviera. So do you physically stop? You come to a stop to get in or off, or is it continually moving? It's continually moving. Okay. Which, um, like, how do they how do they know if you're stopping there or not? They don't. Doors open either way. Doors open either way. You have to like, get like, off. Like on the monorail. You have to get off at the, when it dead ends, which is at um, at Caribbean Beach. That's kind of the big. Uh, you know, it doesn't loop you around. It does, but they ask you to get off. They're asking okay. you to get off now. That's interesting. I mean, that makes sense, though. So you pick where you want to go? I think that may change. Like if when you're just you doing it a ride, it's like get off and get in line that again. That may change. Yeah, but if you were going like from one stop to back around to Hollywood Studios, or do you is there a different track? There's a different track. Yeah, so, yeah, three, so you can go either way. Tracks. Yeah. There's the track that is from Epcot, Caribbean Beach, or Epcot Riviera, Caribbean Beach. And then there is uh Caribbean Beach, Hollywood Studios, and then Pop and Art of Animation. I guess like that tea. makes sense. They don't want you to just get on and right. ride and party for hours. Right. Now, you, I imagine once people you People do get, that on the monorail. Right. But the monorail is a lot less and a lot more annoying because you got a bunch of other people. Yep. When you're by yourself like a in a little party? We were. What? Like monorail a, crawl. Like, like a mono party? Monaco crawl. But people didn't. We're yeah. all getting mono. I've seen people <laughs> say. <laughs> that happens. You lick the monorail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's got to lick. Enough kids do it. I've seen people set up little tables and have like full of meals on monorails. For real? No. I've heard about it. That wouldn't shock me. I think I've seen someone have, like, they brought their to-go and just sat there and like, went around a few times, watched oh. fireworks and stuff. You're around a bunch of other people. Now, if the sky buckets and the sky liners were nonstop forever, like, continue to loop, yeah, I could see being like, yeah, we're going to hang out on Get here some for Some of those waters under the seat. Mm-hmm. A little emergency water and go with it. Okay, so, but you liked it. I liked it. It was, I did hear Shocking from other people. You, I mean, of anyone who's been concerned that they would not like it because of multiple different reasons. Your wife has heat sensitivity. You were concerned whether that was going to be an issue. But I FaceTimed with you, and you seemed overwhelmingly pleased. Well, I mean, I, I think breeze. The breeze was nice. I did meet a, meet some folks um, later that night at Epcot watching fireworks that were like, yeah, we had, you know, we got stuck. They lo- loaded everybody off at um, Caribbean Beach, and we had to wait for buses forever. So, so stuff happens. Stuff that happens. happens in the monorail all the time. All the time. How many times you left after fireworks and they're like monorails down? That's just there are these are mechanic as my Kia dealer who once told me my car had to be rebuilt once said, these are just machines and machines break. <laughs> and then he said, You like Star Wars? Like I love Star Wars. He's like, I hated that last movie. <laughs> great. It's great. Just let's just dig mm. yourself in a hole. Yeah. Kia just sent me an email that said, We've identified you as one of the few I gotta read this. This is one of the greatest emails I've ever gotten. This Recently. is gonna, I'm going to get by this morning, which means that they haven't taken me out of their system. They don't have a Kia anymore. Uh, it said, and then we'll get back to the Skyliners, just because this is hilarious marketing. Hold on. Hold, hold. You've been identified as one of a handful of individuals who currently own a vehicle that is in good condition. <laughs> <laughs> it says that in big yellow bolded text. And that, but it's kind of general, too, like... Only a handful of We're our fishing, co- but like only a handful of our customers have good cars in good condition. Yeah, the rest of them. The rest of them. <laughs> You've been handful. specifically selected. Handful. It's like what's four to six? What two handfuls? Let's say ten cars. Okay, back to the Skyliners. Skyliners at the end of the run. At the end of the run, they're at Caribbean Beach. You said it was kind of a. It was. It was kind of a jolt. I like will you, say that you're like, oh yeah, okay. The, that was well, you kind of take off. Little rough. You, you right? definitely take off, but the stop is like, whoa there, Pilgrim. I mean, it definitely, you're going, 
60 to zero. It definitely has that like, and the, the whole car kind of tilts backwards. I yeah. Just, just... When I watch them launch from Hollywood studios, it's like a, it almost is like a, a, like a reverse airplane. Yeah. Like it's almost like you're tilting down to go up. Right? Yes. Like uh, the beginning of Soarin'. Well, like, like it's a, like inertia or whatever that you, that yeah. the word is. Inertia shark? Inertia. <laughs> oh, so yes. it starts, and when it starts, it's going to make it, you know, like. Tilt down to go up. Yeah. But this is like you go up on it. I, I said, it, it looks a lot like at the beginning of Sword. Like when yeah. you're like, whoa. I, I will say Caribbean Beach just all of a sudden became a much better value. Mm -hmm. I mean, just from we had. Um, In Pop Century. How long, did you wait? Animation. How long did you wait for them? N not Nothing. Yeah, just, I mean, as long all, as it took you to get and as long two, as it took it, me to walk up the ramp each time we got on them. And two, if you're on the end of the line like that, mm -hmm. like morning times to get to to get to Epcot to get to Hollywood Studios, I mean, I'm I'm assuming as way as fast as those things go, like you can get there pretty quick. Because if they're coming, if you're coming from another resort coming into there, they're gonna make you get off because it's the end of the line, and they have to get in line. Then so just for fun, we wanted some coffee. We got off. I just FaceTime Logan. We walked back into Hollywood Studios. Um, we went and got coffee in Hollywood Studios. Got back on the Skyliners. And I just wanted to see how long would it take me to leave the park and get back to, like, if I was staying at Caribbean Beach. Seven minutes. I mean, I just I walked right out, walked right on. Now, the same experience um, leaving Epcot or leaving Magic Kingdom on a monorail, not, not at closing, um, not after anything particular, like moseying our way out there kind of in the evening. Mm -hmm. From the which isn't even all the way around, which isn't even all the way to the Grand Floridian. It was a good like 35, 40 minutes. And we were only waited for one monorail. Yeah. We had that on the resort monorail on this last trip. We left um Mickey, Mickey's not so scary, but it was not it was after fireworks, but <clears throat> way before people started like we were the next monorail and it took a it was about twenty minute wait for the monorail. And then to get around to the Polynesian where we were, it took another 10, 15 minutes. So a five, seven minute, ten minute track on this thing is awesome i mean it's why the dining reservations they say always allow yourself like an hour or oh, an yeah. hour and a half kidding. it's not like that's a joke like it takes time on the monorail and the buses i mean they're still incredible you know value for what they are for being a free form of transportation but you do have to account for them if they can get these working and they start going to animal kingdom and start going to more resorts mm -hmm. i think it starts to get really interesting cool All i'm right. very hopeful so uh we went to go see epcot forever okay um I've never used a fast pass for fireworks before, nope. but I wanted, I wanted to see them. I wanted to make sure we had a good spot. The location of the of of those is right there between the two gift shops, on World Showcase. I loved the show. There was one part where Leslie was like, "Ooh, that felt weird," but for the most part, there there's kind of a middle break where it's just, "What just happened there?" Mm -hmm. The show was pretty great. I mean, like, it's not. The nostalgia of like you've seen illuminations your whole adult life like most of us have right but it definitely you know it had moments of like the past and the future of epcot so yeah. i mean i as i said i reserve my judgment till i see it in person i haven't had the opportunity yeah. i watched the live stream when it happened and i think you can't really judge a live stream fireworks yeah. you know a nighttime spectacular based on a video of it uh but i we do plan on going when we go back in december to see how it is it's That's cool. it's big like, it feels much bigger than Illuminations awesome. did. Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, because there's a lot more fireworks. I mean, I would say at least double the pyro. Oh. Um, and the 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 kite, whatever they are. On boats. Kite kites wave on, runners. Kites on boats. 
Okay, Ra- Wave Runners. Kiss was a consultant for the fireworks show. Yeah, just said crank for, it up. Yeah, crank it up. <laughs> Add more fire. They're like we already got fire covered. Like all right. <laughs> what do you got? You got some of them you got whirl- some kites. You got some those whirly dudes. Fire shooting from their boots. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know from their boots. Oh, I think Gene had it from his boots on the. When they come down, they have like smoke that rises up into their like pot as they fall down. It looks kind of like they're descending onto it. it. Looks like tornadoes of smoke. They yeah. they come down on. There's fireworks that shoot out of the sides of the drum kit now, and those are wild. I don't know how that guy did. Or Eric Singer's out there baking because you're in the audience going, "Oh, this is hot here." All right, so Epcot Forever. Yeah, you loved it. I loved it. I, you know, I mean, the thing with all the fireworks shows, especially as a temporary show. Yeah, it's a great temporary show. At the end of the day, it's a fireworks show. Mm-hmm. There's only so much you can do. I mean, what? And it's all. What's interesting about that one? Is a lot of times when you see fireworks, you're kind of seeing them like you're looking at a wall. Like they're up against a backdrop. In Nashville, you see them like up against the football stadium. Mm-hmm. This was like they're in the middle of people kind of circled around them. And the whole thing it definitely has that like circular 360 experience. Cool. I loved it. That's great. I think it's a good time to talk about Travel Nation. I think it's a great mm. time because the next thing I'm going to talk about is my reservation that I booked their Travel Nation. For. All right. Well, that can just segue into it. So Travel Nation, obviously our preferred travel provider, but also an authorized Disney vacation planner with hundreds of agents and some that are specifically set up to cater to our audience. That's right. And what you need to do, they'll take all the pain away or all the stress away that you have and, and wondering, what should I do? How am I going to get my fast passes? How am I going to get dining reservations? Where do I need to stay? I got these kids and these kids. I got a big group. Here's what you're going to do. It's going to be easy. You're just going to go to travelmation.net slash WDW today. You're going to fill out a few simple questions. Boom, someone's going to reach out to you, and they are going to be your guide to getting this all done. Again, Travelmation also never charges you anything. No fees. First-class service, never any fees. They collect on the back end of this. Disney pays them, not you. Great, great job at having a vacation. I've heard from countless now members of our WW Today listener body, and they have all said they've had good, really good experiences with everyone at Travelmation, and a lot watch here and a lot watch live and comment. So if you're around, uh, make sure to take a look at them. That is at travelmation.net slash WW Today. And again, reach out. And when you do, also let us know, because we want to know that uh, you had a great experience, as all of us do with Travelmation. I'm working on something with them right now, pretty big trip. And you booked a, a trip with them, Terry. I did. I booked a, a night at the Grand Destino Tower for this trip because I wanted to check it out and I wanted to uh, just get the experience that you guys would get as a listener. Yeah, to the, be able to uh, tell that you about our, it. Or, that our giveaway person won. Yeah, like uh, I just got one night and I yeah, paid for it. Yeah, he got all week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was it was it was a great experience. I got a nice uh, a nice gift for my travel mission agent in the room, some treats and. Uh, it was it was easy. It was everything is expected. Um, I had an issue with the online check-in thing working, but that had nothing to do with Travelmation. No. Disney took fantastic care of it, and so how was the Grand Destino? The Grand Destino was. Uh, we'll say this is the end of the ad read. Yeah. So if Will, if you're listening and editing this, this is where the ad read ends. Oh. Tell us about the Grand Destino. <laughs> Very much a hotel that Disney has catered towards business travelers. Really. Because the visuals so, for this one looked the opposite of that. It looked kind of a little bit more. Because I feel like that's been the truth for a lot of those kind of conferency hotels. So I'm kind of shocked to hear that. I mean, like the hotel had lobby, lobby, you know, thumb thumb drive. I mean, uh, USB chargers everywhere. 
Um, right, well, that's a big plus. Yeah, I mean, when you're in the lobby waiting, yeah, to, and lots of just it was very open. But it, it was it was clearly they have they have the new style of elevator that a lot of the new hotels, which if you haven't traveled a lot, there's a rather than like going up or down, you tell what number you want to get mm -hmm. on if you don't need these trees. Mm -mm. So you go up to the thing and yeah, you type in the number. You type in your number right there. A lot of cruise then, ships have them. Too. And then it tells you what floor to go to, what elevator to go to, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah. You get on that elevator, you walk on, and it just goes straight to your floor. There's nothing else to do. There's no like your kids pressing around with the numbers. It's just a straight shot. It's amazing. Sounds awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's like you don't like so the kid can't go ah, no 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 yep. hitting every floor you can't like, Christmas ah, tree it. and nope. then run off. Nope. I knew one day we'd figure out how to get them back. <laughs> yeah, your kid's now real mad. No, the, now like you so took away upset. my Tusker house for Wagyu beef, and now you're taking away <laughs> you're taking away my hotel buttons. And then now we're gonna say, you know ones. what? You're getting you're getting uh, slap bands, slap bands, <laughs> Wagyu beef, man. <laughs> No, the the hotel is absolutely gorgeous. It was just first class. It, it was very nice. The ho it's, it's just the not new cartoony. It's not. It's not cartoony. There's a giant picture of you know kind of Walt, um, and kind of the the lobby's kind of two stories. We ate at the. Um, let me get the name of the restaurant. Chris, look up the name of the restaurant at the Grand Casino Tower. I don't, I want to get it right. Probably one hands down, the best value on property if you're on the dining plan for a one dining plan allotment um we got the ribeye for two which i think was a 28 ounce ribeye it's intense um and i think I know they make cows that big is it toledo toledo the tapas steak and seafood mm -hmm. beautiful beautiful um you can view fireworks from epcot and from that's cool hollywood studios they don't have the music like they do it it um contemporary but it's yeah. it's super nice is it on the water for water taxi it looks like it's, it's on the it's just on their water okay um, but it looks like there's well i mean i guess this could be docks for just recreation yeah like it's for their recreation it, it it's a really yeah. well done outside bar it's just really well done i like it's these for, like veranda things out here yeah like that are like just couches set couches up for set people up, to go and hang out lounge outside with, and, with a roof over it it's yeah. nice it's super nice i mean i really i would highly recommend um Maybe for adult travelers. Adult travelers or for like you're traveling with teenagers. Mm -hmm. it, it, it felt mm -hmm. like a really nice, it very much reminded me a lot of the Hilton um, Bonnet Creek. Okay, yeah. Um, very modern feeling. It just feels like a very modern, it feels like the contemporary would feel if it was in Mexico City. Mm -hmm. Just a modern, it had, definitely has that Spanish flair to it, but I, I you know, I really liked it. Um, I would highly recommend it. I mean, I think, I think price-wise was just a little under $200 a night with the pass holder discount, which, you know. Not bad. Not bad. Not. What kind of room? Studio kind of room? Just a normal bedroom. room. Just the normal. Nice. And the room was was um, was just super clean. And um, it the hotels are kind of getting away with carpets. And you're just having like the tile, the kind of the tile floors that they can clean. I like them better in hotels because mm -hmm. it's like, it just, you walk in and it looks and smells clean. Mm -hmm. Um we really liked it. The, the Toledo was awesome. Our food was we had some uh, some tapas there as well. It was just a really great. Uh, and then we went from there over to Top of the World to catch the uh, one of the last showings of the uh, new fireworks for the um, not so scary party because you can mm -hmm. see them from there. And that was that was great as always. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that show you can do it justice. Not 
because so much of it's projection. The it's, one thing I did notice is it didn't have the 360. It didn't have. As yeah, it's much. like a 180. It's like it's they're shooting them from around you, but not completely around you. Yeah, well, anymore. it used to be there was like 360 at one or two parts of the show, and mm. now it's kind of 180 the whole show. Yeah. So if you're truly in the Magic Kingdom and you're seeing that, it was awesome. Um, it's still a no nonsense, top notch. I would almost argue if you really like, if you love fireworks, the fireworks is the best part of those parties. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, we get into Vero Beach. Um, are we there yet? Come on. We're, we're, like, we're getting to some bourbon. We've gone fifty minutes now. Okay. We're getting to bourbon. I did. I did. We went to to uh, to Tiffins. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to the the what's it, the Nomad Lounge, and um, I kind of got there. They're, they're doing a Blanton single barrel now too. I sent that to the to our group. Um, but um, yeah, they've done that from time to time. Apparently, I didn't know that. But well, no, I did know it because you actually got it. Um, at Club Thirty Three. Club Thirty Three. Yeah, that, that was a Club, Club Thirty Three yeah. exclusive. Yeah, I just they, had never seen it in a regular bar. Yeah, at Disney, but they've got them. Yeah, so I mean, that was that was the most part of our trip. We went to to uh, a little while. I, what I wanted to do, it was scr- probably the hottest I've ever experienced it in Central Florida. That. It, at the end of October. At the end of October. Um, and so we saw that the weather was changing, and so we sort of changed our trip, and we stayed a little longer not going to Vero Beach right away. Um, and, and we decided to spend a little more time in Magic Kingdom because we really hadn't done that. And then we decided, you know what? That was the same day they announced, announced that Jingle Cruise was coming back. So I'm like, okay, on the way out of here, we'll come back on Monday and see Jingle Cruise. I had never seen the transformation mm-hmm. so quickly. You and I have always talked about, like, that'd be cool to see. Yeah. To go out one day, and so on Friday. And it's Halloween, know, yeah. On Friday, it was Halloween, and we came back on Monday. So we went to Vero Beach for the weekend. And, man, uh, it's in the middle of freaking nowhere. Yeah, there's a re- reason they found this property. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you it's know only what? what, about an hour and a half? About an hour and a half to two hours, depending on how you go. Um, you can either go down uh, from, if you're if you're familiar with getting around Central Florida, um, you, either, you either basically go down... Um, like you're going to Cocoa Beach, what is it, 528, all the way to the shoreline, mm-hmm. yep. and you can buzz down 95, or you can take the Florida Turnpike, um, and you get off in a place called Yeehaw Junction. Yeehaw Junction, the mm. great, yeah, the great Yeehaw Junction. A lot of times you go to Yeehaw Junction to avoid the tolls. There's a lot of ways around tolls if you go and get off of Yeehaw Junction and go around the tolls. These how it was in the early 2000s, late, huh. late 90s. Yeah, apparently, never mind, I'll tell you this. <laughs> off, off, my- oh, offline, uh, uh, the things you hear from a good old boy server. So you're talking yeah. about you head south, you head kind of south, south east. It's kind of right between, I would say, halfway between uh, Cocoa Beach and West Palm. Kind of sits right, mm-hmm. kind of smack dab in the middle of there, okay. on the Atlantic um, Ocean. And it, you know, it was a beautiful. It it felt like it was a resort in a good way, stuck in another time. It was kind of sleepy. Yeah. Um, if you've heard me talk about Disney's Hilton Head. You know, Hilton Head isn't right on the water. It's on, it's on like a kind of a marshy area. Yeah, you kind of got to go. You had to, to like get... commute to like their country club pool slash beach access. This is right on the water. Um, now, is this a DVC? Like you can use your points, your points for, to yeah. stay. We used our points for the nice. weekend. I think for the weekend, I think we spent like thirty points, which in the grand scheme of points, really isn't that much. Um, we got what was called an in room, which is just a standard. Basically, hotel room with some studio amenities, um, a nice pool. There's a there's putt, big putt. old big old pool. Yeah, water slide. Water slide. I mean, it's just like any other Disney resort. Um, the restaurant there was nice. The quick service there was nice. 
um the 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 cast and staff there were all were all very kind they had a spa i, I didn't check that out we just kind of we just kind of wanted a weekend just to sit there and not do a whole lot. Yeah. So that's really what we did. But still with a little bit of the Disney brand nearby. that you trust. Yeah. There's golf nearby. We went and explored kind of the area around it. Nice. Um, yeah. It is right on the beach. You're looking at it. It is. There's no, there's not much walking from your room to the, to the beachfront. Yeah. And the, and it's one of the things that's known for in the summer is it's one of the places on, on in Florida where the turtles lay there. The sea turtles, you know, where, mm-hmm. where, where crush was born. Yeah. Uh, so you can see kind of the migration of them kind of overnight, like at midnight. Every yeah, night people go, everyone, people go out. Yeah. Yeah. Which does close parts of the beach mm-hmm. um, for part of it. It's like that in the Gulf too. Yeah. It's just, I think it's Florida. It's Florida. It's what, what happens. Yeah. I mean, overall, man, I thought it was a, it was a beautiful resort. It was, um, I would definitely stay there again. Um, so if maybe you're a Disney person and you just don't, and you want a chill vacation, it could be a good option. It's a, you know what it is? It's a good tag to a vacation. Okay. It's a great. Um, just hey, mix we were, it up. Go down there for a couple of days. Yeah, relax. Like, unwind. Hey, it's a ninety-minute drive. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's not that far. Go sit on the beach for a couple hours. You know, if 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 you're a DVC member, it's a great use of your points. If you're not a DVC member, there's good. Well, there's good value with it because it's kind of cheap as far as points are concerned. Yes, right? and you can rent you can rent points from someone. So explain um, it. So like, if thirty points, what would be like? Give us a, a comparable thirty point and. and Walt Disney World. The Poly- Polynesian Studio is about 20 points a night. Okay, so it's more than that by quite a bit than Polynesian. No, it's less than that. For, oh, for, so it was 30 points. For a weekend, for a weekend at the, at the a Poly. A weekend costs you 30 would be points. Like, it, so it costs you 10 points a night. Yes, roughly. Vers- roughly, yeah, versus like Poly, which would have been 60. 60 for the okay, weekend. okay. So that gives you. So it's about half. So it's like a moderate. Yeah. Yeah. It's in that. Yeah, I mean, it was, it, it, the, the food was great. They have a little, um. Probably same. Cost now here's a little bit of like a note. Kidani. Late September through November next year, going through a major refurb. Yes. So, <laughs> which <laughs> we got that text on the way there. We got like an <laughs> email made saying you nervous. It made me real nervous. Like I was like, I called the resort. I was like, is this happening right now? Um, I went, one of the things I love was there was putt putt on site. I don't know what it is about putt putt and it being free. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a decent little nine hole putt putt. It was a decent little. Um, it was a good just. You could just sit there and chill, and there was lots of like. I, I know you're, you're you're you love the beach. Um, a lot of times when you go to the beach, it just feels like there's just stuff everywhere, and it's just like one big tourist trap, like a bunch of sand. Just yeah, everywhere, sure. just, an endless, <laughs> just an endless amount of water. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> these birds flying around, like asking you for food, and I don't quit asking a bunch me of for food. Savages out there, little. Even the breeze shows up in like multiple ways. They're like, oh, you got this cross breeze, and then you got the rolling breeze, and then you got this some you got the grease. fictional thing called undertow. Oh. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got the green breeze, which is the grease. Yeah, the yep. green breeze. Yeah. So, <laughs> and we loved we loved kind of how I don't know what that means. What green, 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 green breeze? Green. I think is a is a is a term for farting. <laughs> uh, oh man, it's the green breeze. It'll, it'll talk to left. I got the green. I got the grease. I've been called worse, but yeah, yeah that sounds fine. Yeah. yeah, I really, I really, I really loved it. I would highly recommend going there. It's a great. From what you shared, it looked my kind of place. And Jason's put good local dive bars around. Oh man, we went to this. We first night went to this place <laughs> called Squid Lips. Squid Lips. Yep. And our rest, our server. You're speaking my language here. This <laughs> our... is. I need to live in Vero Beach, dude. Yeah. I really do. You think you? And I, 
I, I told Leslie, I was like, you know, all the, because Leslie's a big morning radio listener. Uh-huh. I was like, you know that, that, you know, the Florida man radio show? I guarantee you he lives here. <laughs> like, I guarantee you, like, the, 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 this happened in Florida. That guy lives there. So our server the first night, middle, you know, probably 55 year old lady, she's like, I'm here to help you. Welcome to Squid Lips. My name is Sparkles. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Squid so, Lips, was it in Melbourne? Did you drive over to Melbourne for that? Or is this a different location of Squid Lips? Uh, Sebastian. Se- Sebastian, Florida. Interesting. Squid Lips? Lips, yep. Yep. And we went to a, a, sure went to we a can great, say that on this. <laughs> went to a great little Hawaiian place. Um, we really, we really liked it. It just felt, it felt just chill. It, it very much felt like it was, it, it was a, it, it just had a nice, um, good old boy feel about it. It was definitely not pretentious. There was, you know, interesting thing about Squid Lips. It is a for those of faith, a Christian fundraiser. Did you know this? No. They have a higher purpose, and I clicked on it, and they go, we know you're here for the cold drinks and sandy beaches, but uh, we believe God has blessed us, and they fund Christian schools, foster care facilities, Christian teacher appreciation, homeless shelters, youth ministries. It's on the wall. This is beautiful. I love it. They they support the hope for Haiti, and they want to share the gospel of Jesus. That is uh, Squid Lips. This is this is my place. Yeah, speaking to it. twice. I'm glad I did. Yeah. Tell what about was, Squid Lips. And what was crazy about it is we went there the first night. And I it was love like, that Logan goes to the website and immediately he just a, funnels to this phrase higher purpose. Well, I thought what could it possibly Not be? Not the menu. In my Don't head, it was going to be like we like to party hard <laughs> and hardly work. You know. There's like, another like, one that's called Text Squid. Why they got so many squids? <laughs> is this town filled with squid? Definitely gonna click that button. All right. Yeah. Looks no, like just, we can text the squid. We loved it. We loved Vero Beach. We definitely would 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 go again. It would. It's a great. You know what? It, it is like. You know, I'm thinking. Go in. You know, after after the thing in May. Like, hey man, a couple of days just to sit on the beach. And, yeah. Because we're driving up to the. We're, we're spending a few days in December, and at the Airbnb, and then we're going to be driving up to the coast, and we're going to go up to the Gulf Coast up to the panhandle because it's easier to drive home but now i'm thinking okay well no i'm probably not going to drive south because it would be way out of the way for our driving it's tempting though to be you're right on a trip where a lot of times when we're booking the airbnb like i'm checking out the day someone is checking in Mm -hmm. because i'm just filling the empty gap space and it's like i have to leave right But sometimes i don't want to go home so this could be a good a good option yeah and they do cash stays i mean i looked at the rate you can just go right right? i think it was like then i saw like like this week, I think it was like 178. Yeah, that's not bad. For like a, I mean, for yeah, a, I just looked up the Christmas week and it was pretty high for Christmas, but that's expected. Well, yeah, it's Christmas week. Yeah. Um, the three bedrooms are all waterfront. Studio, same price as the Airbnb. So, yeah, just just throwing it out there. I mean, <laughs> you're definitely paying for the fact that it's a resort. Disney. Now, was it Disney? Was there was it Disneyified? There's a character dining. There was a character breakfast. I told you this. Hilarious. The character breakfast is every Saturday, twenty two dollars a person. But just one, but just once a week. Once a week. So you can't, so they're like bringing over, they got to get goofy. They got to hit slap them 80 miles. <laughs> they got to, he's like, they can't make it every day. They, yeah, no, yeah. They, but they did they like, pack they pack a van up and head that way. Like a couple nights a week, month, they do like a pirate dinner. But 25 bucks. 25 bucks for $22 for Donald all, and Goofy. All you can eat breakfast? All you can eat. With Donald and Goofy. With Donald and Goofy. So they can't afford Mickey. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry guys. Yeah, that would make it more expensive. Yeah, so I, can't do I don't it. know. It's a, I mean, I, you know, I mean, that's a that's a convincing thing that I that can get my wife and kids out there. 
Because that sounds like my jam. And that's the let's just go and sit. Yeah. And, and that's the and, and get in one one morning in a big old and pool. one morning a couple characters twenty five bucks. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the thing. Hundred bucks for family character for. dining for my entire family for like seventy dollars. Any more than that. You got well, like five I don't of have them. to pay for my two year old, right? Oh, that's true. And the kids are cheaper. I think the kids were even less than that. Uh, but you know, you the thing is, more for kids at a character dining and less for adults. <laughs> yeah. We're not there for the food quality. I think, I think a lot of people stay on Disney property and miss out on how great the resorts are. Greasy says lots of trivia. That's someone put lots of trivia options. It says that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there was lots of uh, one of our listeners said trivia. Said putt putt tournaments and lots Whoa! of trivia. There was a w- nice water slide tournament. What? Water slide what, tournament. What, how do you do that? Fastest. Fastest to the bottom of the water slide. Really? Mm-hmm. Is the weight in your favor that or would against be, you? It's I in your favor. Know. It's in your favor. Based did you, on who did won you, it when I was there. <laughs> no, I based, based on, on who won it. I almost consider the second day competing. Based on the recon <laughs> that I experienced. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just it very much felt like. It very much had a very laid back, chill. Nobody had fast passes to get to. It was just everyone was just kind of lounging around. It was definitely a very awesome. relaxed vacation experience. And then we went back Monday. We had to check out. Uh, we had the last flight out on Monday night, and but we decided to go to the. You Magic still flew Kingdom. out of Orlando, huh? You still flew out of yeah, because that's really the still the closest. Okay. I mean, you could do, I guess Daytona Beach if you wanted to, yeah. or or West Lake Fort Lauderdale or something like that. Is that much further? <sighs> I'm not sure. Y'all it can figure like, it out. Orlando probably just makes more sense. Yeah. It's a much bigger airport because it's really not that far from the airport. You're really only like an hour and 25 minutes from the airport. Um, so we went back to the Magic Kingdom. Um, road. It's always just, it's crazy to think how quickly that place. I mean, I walked out on Friday afternoon at 4.30 or 5 o'clock and there's pumpkins everywhere because it was the last night mm-hmm. of the party, the November 1st. And on Monday, I mean... There was lights everywhere. Uh, we actually watched the castle show for the first time. The Elsa lights. Oh, the lighting of the castle? The lighting of the castle. It's really fun. I never like, we walked up and it was like, you know, it was like 20 minutes before. I was like, let's go get a spot. We yeah. never do it. Like that was the only reason we were there. We had done everything. We, or you were there for Christmas. I was there to see Christmas. And because um, we weren't sure if we were going to be back. Uh, we don't have a plan, but unless we decide, like, unless I decide, like, hmm, I really need to go ride the new ride. Um, but I really, I really was was blown away by how much Christmas was out. Um, the gingerbread house went right up. Um, but yeah, it was it was the Christmas stuff. Um, was everywhere. Jingle Cruise is one of my favorite things they do every year because it's the only thing you really get special right now that Disneyland doesn't get because we don't get Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, they don't Not do mentioned. any other overlays. Yeah. So, but I, yeah, but the 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 castle lighting was really, the lights looked the best that I think I've ever seen. They just the whole thing was, I think, top notch. Really good, really good. Yeah, I'll was, be I'll be down there in in mid December. I'm there right before the rush. Okay, according to my touring plans. Are you gonna do uh, Are you gonna do the party? Christmas party? I don't think so. Okay. Why? I was just wondering. After not so scary, I don't think my kids Judging are. Judging tone. I don't Terry. think my kids are old enough to really take in the parties. I also don't know when does the party end this year because you know at some point it switches and it's like we just start doing the party, like the twenty second or third. Uh, okay, so I'm leaving right before. I'm leaving like when touring plan says, yeah, it goes from like a six to a ten. <laughs> that's when I'm leaving. Oh uh, yeah, it goes to the twenty second. I'm leaving a day or two before that. 
so maybe we will because I think the kids will want to see the snow and the toy soldiers. We'll probably go over to Celebration because they do all that there. Uh, not the same, but they still do the snow and, and everything. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. After Not So Scary was, again, not a bust. It was just uh, my kids are just not old enough. They're just well, not think, off to step that up that late. I think the differences are that I think you, your kids would enjoy is the it just the the speed of which the of the Christmas party is a little slower. Mm-hmm. You you're really just there to see the parade. You're there to get milk, um, cookies and and that's kind of what it is though for not so scary now. It's like we're there for for the parade fireworks and uh, parade fireworks and candy, and that was it. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see when it gets a little closer. I think it's probably a little too late in the night again because it's the same pretty much the same schedule. I just don't see them staying up. I mean, they they did okay. Also, weather. If if I probably will hold off on buying my tickets, and if they sell out, they sell out, because the rain that night did throw everything off. Yeah, and I will say they're very good. If you were going earlier in the the beginning, I would. This would be a, something I would definitely do when you go down to your trip. Book your not so scary and your very merry in the beginning of your trip. If there ever is weather, they're normally very apt to give you a day change if it's available because they've done it for i mean the very first time leslie and i went we literally had to wring our clothes out in the bathroom that's how it was not so scary when we were there i mean like the front of the park flooded the time we went it wasn't that bad but it was still pretty (laughs) i mean like the drains were they were they were out there like pulling stuff out of the drains yeah you know i I was in jeans and fabric uh, and canvas chucks yeah that's a bad idea (laughs) like Hey, I was wearing shoes in a Disney park. Yeah, that's true. Me, that's true. It's good I, for you. I, I, rarely, I rarely not don't wear sandals, but yeah, I, it was a good trip. Cool. It was the first time we had actually gone for like a trip, and yeah. so we actually ran. Into, I knew McNair was going to be down there, ran into him, and ran into a ton of listeners. A leisure trip. A leisure trip. Yeah. Yes, you're normally there for business trips. Yeah, ran into a ton of listeners. It was it was a lot of fun. Listeners, okay. uh, just everywhere they were. Yeah. It, was, well, it was fun to. When there's- you have tens of thousands of people listening. It's uh, it's easy to be spotted. Yeah, you're recognizable. Oh, and and I and I blend in with all the other like, looking down at my feet, dads. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm so sweaty. Yeah. Uh, Hanson, that was the one thing I didn't mention. Went to, oh, to go see. Oh God, they're so good live. Talk, tell me about it. So Zach's got a broken arm now, right? Yeah, but what? He, yeah. Yeah, Zach. He that, wrecked a motorcycle. That is unfortunate because he's the drummer. Yeah. Yeah, but the uh, the other the fill-in drummer was great, and Zach just. Sang. sang and had like some sort of percussion instrument in his one shaker mm-hmm. a little shaker the yeah they 90s. were it was kind of fun to watch people who had never seen him live they were like the interesting thing about going to see hansen at epcot is the people that come to go to every show because they play literally a different set we went we went to yeah like, so they're really cool they they do a different album basically top to bottom every every show yeah they're like yeah so like they'll play like three times during a day yeah and it'll be a different album yeah different, complete set which is there was some lady awesome. behind us that was losing her poo-poo over <laughs> not getting Umbop in her set. But, um, mm, you know, I'll give it, Hanson, I like you. Give him the one song. There are a lot of people coming to Disney World well, so if they're who doing, know one song. Yeah, but, I mean, if they're doing a particular record. Yeah, but I don't. Eh. Play the one song. Most people are there are just casual Disney people. I don't disagree. I wouldn't care, but as someone who would be casually walking up, uh, that's like I saw the Guess Who, and they were like, "We're not playing uh, New Mother Nature uh, because it's just too long, <laughs> and we have 30 minutes." I was like, "Oh, interesting." Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did, they did start on the downbeat, and they finished. I mean, they've got 30. Yeah, so 30 solid. They have 30 exact minutes, and that's yeah. it. And yeah. Disney's very 
I'm sure they're very specific about that. They're very specific about it. But yeah, it was it was it was good. It was it was a good trip. And food and wine goes for another couple weeks, right? And then goes for another couple weeks. I did finally a couple months. I text you guys a picture. I did right back up. I did try that stupid lobster roll and still regret trying it. Yeah, I love the lobster roll, but it looked very small in your hands. Yeah, it did look. It was almost like a lobster crouton because it sat under the warmer. Lobster croutons aren't kind of good. Mine was fresh. Mine was warm. Mine yeah, was I've buttery. Good, it was yeah. great. It was a little overpriced. Well, I mean, everything is like, <laughs> yeah. here's an $8 burger. It's a quarter size. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, we good? Very good. Anything else? Okay. I think let's take a breath. I think we need to wrap up because we've been going for like an hour and a half. Have we really? No, but I think it's been like an hour and 20. It's been a while. It's been close. <laughs> We're close. It's been close. Uh, the mini thing is coming up. Next week, I leave next Wednesday to go to uh, Disneyland for the mini thing. So I'll be back from the show before. We'll so do if you have before. a last minute ticket, you could probably pop on the. Oh yeah, yeah, we still have we still have tickets. People are signing up. Californians are last minute. I'll have more signups this week than I will will have the entire time <laughs> up until this time. So check out the mini thing, and that's it. What's the website? Just hit me up on Facebook. That's okay. the best way to get to the mini thing. If you're a listener and you're listening and you want to come, hit me up on Facebook. And I will make sure you get a WW Today listener discount. Awesome. Especially if you've never been. I want one of first time people to get the experience. And we are well underway of uh Orlando twenty twenty as well. And uh, your friend uh Butch Hartman's gonna be speaking yeah. in LA. Creator so be- of the Fairly Odd Parents, good friend of mine, and creator of Danny Phantom, which is one of my favorites. Uh, Tough Puppy and uh, Bunsen is a beast. Those are all Nickelodeon shows and these couple new shows. Uh, they've just launched online. You can actually get the toys in Target. And he's got a lot going on. So, Bud Chartman's a great dude. Great speaker, too. So, uh, you'll enjoy I'm excited. That. I'm excited he's for that. That'll be fun. It'll be a busy week of travel. He's like eternally 30, also. He, like, just looks. Like, yeah, like, I don't think he's. I've ever seen a picture he of looks him. looks the same as he did in 1992 working on Johnny Bravo as he does now. Huh. So. It's like Michael W. Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He's, a, he's an ageless man. <laughs> uh, all right. Grease, anything you want to plug? Uh, we got a new vlog up um, where Will and I just... Was the barn night? We banter. Vlog? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you can go to youtube.com slash thepodcast with a K, the end, and, and I think Will check and- us out. We actually have some behind-the-scenes footage of here when Bart was in town mm-hmm. uh, rather recently, and yeah, it's fun. Just a new little outlet. Yeah. It's fun. Will should be back next week. Yes. I think Matt Lott should be back next week. Theoretically, maybe a week and a half. I'm not sure. I think Wednesday. Yeah, it'll be Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah. All right, we'll see. He'll be back in the next couple weeks. And I want to tell you a little bit about our Airbnb. That's right, the Orlando area luxury rental in Reunion, beautiful Reunion Resort, just a few miles from Walt Disney World property. It's perfect for Disney visitors and golfers. So if you have a golf, if you want to golf, there's a Jack course, there's an Arnie course, there's a Watson course right there. If you want to get tea time, I can help you with that. Uh, there's I played also, the Arnold course. You played the Arnold course. That's the the easiest one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was nice. It's nice. It's it was pleasant. really good. It was pleasant. I I didn't feel like, um, I was gonna be in the sand all the time, which yeah. was good. Private pool, princess dress up boutique, tiki room, foot golf even. Theater with, they have the old foot golf over uh, here sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Uh, PS4, retro arcade games, whatever you need. Pool table, as I said, beautiful views of Nicholas Course, a bright and spacious home. Has everything you need. After a long day at the parks, it's awesome to come home to something with a little more space, put the kids to bed, go outside on the balcony or on the porch. And fellas out there, if you like golf, you can play golf in the morning, come home for lunch, make a little lunch, fix you a drink, and go play 
uh, golden tea. That's true. In the arcade room. Yeah, you can go full golf. Golf we, we, crazy. Because we try to market to both the Disney visitor and the golf visitor. Uh, but obviously, there's a lot of great things. It's a five bedroom, seven bed house. Uh, it's baby friendly. We got pack and plays. We got gates. We got whatever you need. And a 24 hour gated community resort. So you'll be safe. And it's a, it's a great time. Go take a look. That is at Airbnb.com. Always click the contact button before booking and reach out to me because I'm always able to give listeners a discount or a special perk. We do have some openings. November and December are pretty slammed. We can maybe work in a couple days in each of them. I think November 22nd through the 26th is open, and also December 4th through the 7th, the 14th through the 17th. Other than that, December and November are full. Uh, January has a little bit more openings. February is almost fully full. The last week, I think, is open. And then we have, throughout from there on, we've got some quite a bit of availability. And that is at Airbnb.com. You can reach out to me. And until next time, I'm Logan Zekiel. I'm Terry Weaver. And I'm the Greeks. And we'll see you on the next show.